Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast in which Dad and I try to clear some of the psychic gunk from your radar. I'm Paul. That's John. Dad, how are you doing this morning? Paul, I am brilliant. Awesome. And am I right in saying that whilst people are listening to this episode, you're mm-hmm. in Mumbai? Yes, I'm in Mumbai uh, interviewing the cast of a very, very big TV show exciting. coming up. I'm re- it's very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. But another thing that's exciting is Father's mm-hmm. Day is coming up. Yes, okay? it is. And Father's Day is actually almost as important as Mother's Day. But almost. for fathers, it's... But that's it's- also... Look, you know, Paul... Yeah, I mean, you can have you can have celebrate Father's Day. I mean, you don't have to be a father. No, well, I mean, um, even if you've got a father or even a mother, or two mothers or two fathers, they're all doing, different configurations. You're doing great, and they're all really, really good. Yeah. Um, but I think something because I often am at a sort of a loss of what to get my dad, who's actually, you know, I, I could possibly get him a Ouija board oh um, my god because he's not here oh for fuck's sake but um <laughs> what I'm thinking Paul is that what about yeah this Father's Day mm-hmm. I've, I've come up with a bit of a brainwave okay and that is to get a book that is I think I believe they're still available Paul and it's called Electric Blue and Paul you worked so bloody hard writing that book i don't think people have got any concept of what it must be like i couldn't write a book it's a dogged determination and it's a bloody fucking great thing and as we know there are certain people in the world in maybe let's hypothetically say a certain place that is in america that are possibly interested in doing something with this incredible book and i think it's important to get out there it's 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 sort of choosing isn't it you get to no, don't of, say that. Oh, I can't say that. That's a spoiler. <clears throat> but it is. and it's, I'm going to have to bleep that. Okay, bleep it out. But the yeah. thing is, Paul, uh, it's, it's, it's a good read. Oh, thank and you. And I think it's, you know, the more you get to know about, you know, my life, uh, because there's a combination of things. We've got the podcast, we've got two books, but also live shows. We have hundreds of thousands of listeners who listen to this show. We're about to hit 7 million downloads. Let me tell you something. If every single person who listened bought a copy of Electric Blue right now, uh, this book would go to the top of the charts on every major chart and instantly there will be 10 more books in the offings. So it's up to you, really. 
Father's Day, get your dad a copy of Electric Blue because everyone's got a dad or if you're a dad, buy one for yourself. Uh, now, we're going to pop a link on the Facebook page for you where you can actually, it's the best place to get it if you're in Australia, but it's also available on Audible as an audiobook with dad guest starring. It's available as an ebook. It's available literally everywhere. So I know we sound like a broken record, but mm. God, we're so proud but, of this. And we, we didn't get to do a book tour because of no. fucking COVID. That's right. And also, this is not an ad, everyone. No. So don't sort of roll your eyes back and go, oh, fucking ad. It's not, it's not an ad. No. We're just, we're just spitballing. Also, guess what? Electric Blue only exists because of all of you listening to the show. So many people listen to this show that Penguin went, yeah, absolutely. Let's make him a book. So if you listen to the show and you haven't bought the book, what are you doing, you absolute gimboid? No, you're beautiful. Thank you so much for all of those of you who have read it. And Father's Day is a wonderful day, and it's literally a book about fathers and sons, and it's got true crime, and dads love it. So, Paul, yeah, you could gr- buy me one for Father's Day. I might, I might do that. Dad, can I just say thank you very much for the unprompted plug? That Honestly, that's, right. that's, that's your Father's Day present to me. Which as long no as sense. it wasn't a butt plug. Okay. Dad, I've got a story to read you. Uh, this is this was sent to me by one of our listeners. Okay, it's a mm. crime story from 2021. I thought it was more current, but it is Sydney based, so you might actually like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's about a hoarder, so it's mm-hmm. also in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Bruce Andrew Roberts was known around his Sydney neighbourhood as a wealthy recluse who hoarded everything from boxes and broken equipment to newspapers and plain trash. But what his fellow Australians didn't know was that he was also hoarding a mummified corpse. No one's been near the home, said neighbour Gail Mir. The home would have been fairly bad inside where he had mental issues and was a bit of a recluse. Everything was locked up. You couldn't see the windows. The macabre secrets inside were only revealed when neighbours called the police to request a welfare check on Roberts on July 21st, 2017. While authorities easily found Roberts' body atop a live heater... Oh dear. Running theme. The other person's body was only found a year later by cleaners tasked to clear his house. A post-mortem following the 2018 discovery identified the victim as 39-year-old Shane Snellman. A drug addict and vagrant, Snellman had apparently broken into Robert's home after being released from jail in 2002. This is where it gets weird. Just this year in 2021, a coroner ruled that Roberts had shot Snellman in the head after spotting the intruder. But instead of calling the police, Roberts, who owned 19 illegal firearms, simply covered Snellman's body with a rug and placed it in a spare bedroom where it stayed for 15 years. Brilliant. During that time, Roberts had collected 70 air freshener bottles to mask the smell. I shouldn't laugh. Remarkably, Snellman was only found because of Roberts' own death and because his house was being prepped for sale the year afterward. Now, Dad... That's that's a really (laughs) interesting story. Suddenly the Zen thing, suddenly your intense need to clean and purge doesn't seem that bad no no but the body would ultimately have become mummified yeah it was mummified and Mm. once that had taken place which is a long drawn out process because it it's it's an interesting story my gut feeling is that it initially would have happened in winter okay because you know how we talk about decomposition you know you know, the body becomes fly-blown, yep. you know, insects crawling through the mouth and feed off your insides. And then, of course, you've got, you know, the, the eyeballs, you know, quite often are eaten away. Well, there goes breakfast. Please continue. Um, but, <laughs> but the breath freshener, or not, sorry, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't mean that, I fuck. 
<coughs> the, you know, the... The air freshener, yeah. The yeah, air yeah. freshener. Yeah, the Glade. Try- yeah. I was trying to think... Um, it reminds me of a joke uh, about the the guy that um, has got a... Um, it's his, you know, he's having a, a girl, uh, like a... It's his first date. Careful. And he... Just before she arrives, because, you know, you obviously, first date, you want to make a very good impression, but he has to go to the toilet and he just, this, you know, the stench is so bad. Then he runs around with, with room freshener and he just literally fills the house up. He empties a few cans, mm-hmm. thinking this will disguise the, the horrendous odor. Yeah. And eventually there's a knock on the door and he sort of composes himself and he opens the door and the girl's standing there and she just has this terrible look on her face and she's... And he goes, what's wrong? And, he, and she says, that, that terrible, terrible odour. And he goes, what smell? I can't smell anything. And she says, it's the most terrible smell I've ever heard. And, and he says, I can't smell anything. What, you know, what, is, what can you smell? And she says to him, it smells like a grizzly bear's crapped in a pine forest. And that's the joke. <laughs> That's the joke? That's the joke. That's a long bow, Dad. Anyway, but it just sort of reminds me, I can imagine this guy using a lot of cans, but my point actually is that ultimately I I have a feeling that the body uh-huh. may not have smelt after probably maybe, well, I think a year is quite a long time. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see photos of the body to see, you know, just how it ended up looking. I've got a photo of the actual, of the of the guy who, when he was alive, he was a mm. methamphetamine addict, right? Mm. Yep. And during the court case, at which it was asserted that he broke in, mm. someone only identified as Belinda yells out in the coroner's court, no, he never gained forced entry, he never broke into that house, he already knew Roberts. Wow. Which is interesting. Isn't that fascinating? So at that point, Roberts is 46, and so not that much older than the guy he shot. Mm. But when you find 19 illegal firearms and heaps of ammo hoarded inside the house, God, who knows what happened. But Roberts apparently died of a heart attack. Mm. Um, I don't know what the heater was about. Ah, oh, here we go. Mr. Do you want to find... Okay. Here's some info about the actual mummified body. Mm-hmm. Mr. Snellman was fully clothed in a seated position slumped to the left. He had a gunshot wound to the supra, supraclavicular fossa. Oh, they tell they tell me what that is. The indentation in the neck above the collarbone. Okay. Uh, the murder man's remains were identified via tattoos, DNA, and fingerprints from his career as a criminal. I am looking at photos of the backyard of the house. This is very stressful. That, that's this is a proper hoarder's house. Mm. It's really, really intense. Mm. Mr. Snellman had fifteen metallic fragments in his chest and abdomen, and toxicology of his remains revealed he had taken amphetamines buprenophorphine a bunch of stuff anyway isn't that fascinating Paul because um, okay a couple of things mm-hmm. he it was alleged that he'd broken into the house okay <clears throat> otherwise why would you shoot him but why is he in a chair I don't know I think that he seems... was relaxing in, the, in they may have even who knows they may have they may have known each other well you want to hear something interesting? Because yep. remember the, the one of your best stories, which is also in Electric Blue, about the uh, the hoarder mm. and the um, the sweet and sour pork. Mm, terrible. Okay, get this. Bruce Andrew Roberts, who was the man who died, uh, the man who shot Snellman, 
was born in Coonabarabran in 1956 to a wealthy family which owned the Greenwich house, but he had a bad relationship with his sister. His cousin, to whom Roberts was close, described him as a bit strange, a loner, socially awkward. At the time of his 27th... Hang on. Mr. Roberts paid his relatives out to secure the Greenwich house and live there, not needing to work, because he had inherited more than $1 million in BHP and other shares. At the time of his 2017 death, he had more than $600,000 in the bank. Paul. Yeah. The suburb's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same suburb. It's the same fucking story. Rich person becomes a recluse, is found in a... I mean... What's Incredible. the moral here? Don't ever be alone. Don't get rich. What's the what's the moral here? The moral is when your time's up, your time's up. Ah, okay. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. Um and does it really matter for the dead person? Well, I mean, the state he was found in wasn't great. No. It says here, amid, amid the yeah. debris inside, they found the then 60-year-old Mr. Roberts lying on top of an active bar heater with significant damage to the body from the heater still being on. This is really weird, Paul. It's almost as though they've actually just cherry-picked your story <laughs> and slotted bits in. It's kind yeah. of almost... You want to hear something fucked up? Yeah. The dead man's father's name? John. Hmm. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
weird, isn't it? Yeah. This whole thing's weird. The remains have... Hang on. The remains have accelerated decompositional change and extreme charring. Cleaners did not begin clearing the premises until May 24th, 2018, making the discovery of Mr. Snellman's remains five days later, right? So they clear out the one body, Mm. right? Mm. And then they send in cleaners quite a while after that, just getting ready for the, uh, for, you know, for the inspections. Mm. And, and they find another body and it's been mummified and good Lord. Terrible. S- Snellman was a complicated guy. His story is just sad and mm. tragic. But it's, I mean, this is strange. The parallels here are very strange. It's very, very interesting. On, on the note of wealthy families, mm-hmm. um, your brother, Mark. Yes. My son who was a professional Muay Thai fighter in Bangkok, mm-hmm. he used to, you know, go to a lot of the establishments in Thailand and he met this guy once who was heavily tattooed but very well spoken. He's a Swedish guy. And Mark knew this guy had a real history uh, and highly educated, but... It was one of those classic examples of, you know, you cannot judge a book by its cover. And we've, we've discussed this over the years. Yeah. How you can make mistakes. And I, I've never told this story, um, but Paul, he became friends with this guy and you've heard of, of course you've heard of the Nobel prize yeah the nobel prize the family are called the nobelius family okay and they had interests all over the world including tasmania and when you get out of a plane in launceston you come to a a, like a beautiful long road and it's called nobelius drive and Mm -hmm. they had invested in the 19th century the nobelius family in apples in Tasmania, so they were very entrepreneurial. They 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 were very clearly they were very wealthy. Not a lot of people know, but the the Nobel prizes, which are a million US per category, every year. Imagine the organisation that runs the scholarship, the fellowship, that can generate that sort of money forever. How they how they did and do that is that the Nobel or Nobelius family invented TNT or dynamite. So Paul, Mark is sitting with this guy and he was one of the Nobelius family. Oh my God. And he was the black sheep of the Nobelius family. They pay him to be away from the family in Sweden. (laughs) And Mark befriended this guy. I didn't know you could pay people in your family who didn't like to get out of your life. <laughs> Just to go. <laughs> because they judge him by yeah. his looks. Oh, okay? sure. Right. And, you know, I had a something happen to me a few days ago that I wanted to mention to you and Tegan. And I, I haven't mentioned it to Christine either. And I kind of thought, should I or shouldn't I tell you? Because it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a heavy story, and I'll just share it with you, and you can you can decide whether or not to put it, you know, to to get rid of it. 
but if the listeners hear beyond what I'm saying now, then Paul has decided to run with the story. Let me just say that a few days ago, I get a call from a guy. He gives me a very elaborate story about his grandfather who needs some money. He's in care. He's about to have some surgery. It sounded like a plausible story. And it was for me to buy a World War II dagger. And, you know, it was it, it all sounded very plausible. And we agreed to meet at a bank in um, Annandale, but he thought I'd said the bank in Leichhardt, which is fairly close by. And I'm sitting there and it was raining and I waited for over an hour and occasionally I'd get a call from this guy and he and, and I just thought, where, where are you coming from? And it turns out that he had ridden a push bike to, and he went to, I was meeting him in a sort of a pretty open, safe place, i.e. the Commonwealth Bank, which is a place because it's got cameras and I just felt, you know, I, I need to be sort of comfortable with this this person because I haven't met the person. We are talking a dagger, which is kind of slightly... I've bought many, many daggers before. But, Paul, I hear is it common practice? No, no, I'm just saying, is it common practice when you're meeting someone with a weapon, you want to do it in public? You've never told me this is a thing you do, but I guess it makes sense. Well, you know, antique weapons, you know, samurai swords, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, all sorts of amazing things. Yeah. But, um and and I just felt weird because he was prank he was not pranking but you know how you pocket dial someone you, you know how you accidentally call because yeah. it's in your pocket and I didn't know that he was riding and and he kept ringing and I'd going hello hello and I hear this weird noise like just weird sort of sort of air rushing and he was clearly on his bike and then he calls me he says where are you I said I'm here and he said and then I realized he was in the suburb next to where I was so I had to drive down there and I couldn't and the only parking spot I could get and hand on heart everyone okay this is going to sound a bit bit terrible but it was the only spot in the entire suburb was a disabled spot so I park in the disabled spot but I keep the car running because I'm not going to leave my car in a disabled spot obviously because if someone who is needing that spot comes along I'll leave and then I I call him he doesn't pick up eventually he calls me he says where are you and I said I can see your bike. He'd gone into the sort of shopping centre to find the actual bank. Mm-hmm. And I've never met the guy. He sounded okay. I've still got his story about his grandfather. You know, and then, oh dear, then I, oh God, all of a sudden there's this guy. Basically, he just appeared next to the passenger door. I couldn't see all of him. <clears throat> because it was raining and he's got a backpack. He's clearly the guy that I'm supposed to meet. Okay, listeners, this is so... Look, I was so traumatised and I wasn't... <clears throat> look, I was going to tell you, Paul, a few days ago that the story got lost and I kind of buried the story because it was so upsetting, but I reach over and I undid the... This is going to sound so stupid, everyone, because bloody hell you know, ex-police officer. But it was a sort of a combination of lots and lots of things. And I opened the door and this guy gets in the car and this is as God is my witness. This guy, he made Charles Manson look like a wiggle. He had tattoos. I could hardly see the skin on his face for tats. All of a sudden, he's sitting next to me. (laughs) I felt hang on in the seat that i sit in when i'm in yeah in your seat oh boy 
this guy's there. And I looked at his hands. Yeah. He had street fighter hands, like a, he'd been a, like a bare-knuckle boxer. Yep. And he had one of... I'm just going to speak honestly here, listeners, so don't, don't crucify me, okay? But he had a rough head. This head had been around. Like, he, he may have opened doors with his head, okay? It was... He had scars on his head, tattoos. He had fists like the Hulk. And he's got this backpack and he opens up and he pulls the dagger out. And it's a, it's, and guess what? What? I looked at it. Yeah. And it was a fake. And I'm thinking, oh, and by the way, yeah. I'd already gone to the bank and had the cash. So you've got, hang on. So what you've done is you've let a, Heavy, very scary man into your car. Into your car, yeah. And he's, he's got a next knife. To me. He's got a, a huge dagger. <laughs> and then I, he hands me the dagger, and I say, and I'm shitting myself because I almost thought I have to buy it because I'm uh, so scared. Yeah. That the businessman came out, and I just said, and I had to be very strong, and I said to him, "It's a fake." Now this is when the story gets really bad because I realised I'm in a car. It's raining. He could very easily, and I'm not joking. And all, uh, I'm. I'm deadly serious with what I'm about to say now. Yeah. He could easily... Stab you. ...have killed me. Yeah. When I told him it was a fake... Yeah. He had these veins on the top of his head because <laughs> he was bald. Yeah. <clears throat> I shouldn't say bald. He was sh- he shaved his head. Yeah. I reckon he shaved his head with a... With a... Oh, it's a the file. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> he used a rat tail file or a... Or yeah, oyster shell, or he just rubbed his head on the on the bitumen. <laughs> Dad, this is the... No, it's fucked. And Dad, he, I at, this saw... point, at this point, I'm worried about you. No, I'm safety. really shitting myself. I'm really, yep. really fucking scared. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I was scared. I'm telling you, <clears throat> I was really, I was frightened about. I was going through all the scenarios, and then what I did, I slowly reached over with my right hand and I undid my seatbelt and slowly let it retract. You looked down because I thought, no, no, he he was looking straight ahead. But what was troubling, because I'm planning my escape, I'm actually about to jump out of my own car. Just give it to him. And I had cash. I don't think he saw the cash. I'd I'd made a hefty withdrawal. I'd put most of the cash in my wallet above the sun visor. Mm -hmm. He couldn't see that. But then I'd rolled his money up and put it next to the radio. So there's a possibility... I was even tempted, Paul, to give him the money and just get the fuck out of my ute. I was fucked. But the thing that was really troubling is that when I looked over, he'd gone into like a catatonic trance where he was angry and one of his veins on the top of his head, which I've never seen this before in any other human, was actually, I could see this long vein, it was about two inches long, it was actually pulsating. And I realised then that he was tossing up. I think he was tossing up whether or not to kill me. And I'm not joking. And I all of a sudden began to... I was trapped in a steel... in a box with this psychopath. Clearly insane. Right. And then he said to me, he said, how do you know it's a fake? (laughs) Fuck. To which I said, I've been dealing in antiques for 40 years. It's a fake. And then he said, and he started swearing, and he was just, he was trying, he was on the cusp of completely losing it and maybe even cutting the head off, fuck knows. 
And then he said to me, he said, and I felt a little bit sorry for him, believe it or not. Yeah, because it's raining and he's driven all this while on a fucking push bike. So he's really, he almost, he has justification to be pissed off. It's like I've let him down this path. Mm. He's going to get some money mm-hmm. to do with whatever. And then he says to me, he's got this guy up the cross who had offered him $300 for it, which is less than what I'd offered him. And I'm just sort of sitting there going, I'm, and we're not talking. I'm watching this bloody vein on the top of his head. And then all of a sudden he just he just puts the knife back in the, like he had it wrapped up. Because if he gets caught by the police just having that knife in his possession, he's fucked, okay? And he just decides and he just gets out of the car and he slams the door shut, literally fucking broke the, the door and he and I watched him in the rear vision mirror, and, he, and then I just got the fuck out of there. Now that's a that's a terrible story. I have a question for you. Yep. He got in touch with you via your phone number. Oh yes, and I blocked him, by the way. But I'm saying he knows your phone number. Hmm. If he hears this, not a you're chance. In, you're in deep shit. Not a fucking chance. On what not, grounds? On. Got ex criminals and prison wardens and all kinds oh, of this guy. wonderfully shady characters who Mate, listen to this show. I haven't said anything derogatory. Maybe you hate <laughs> you speak. You, you, you called him a psychopath. No, it was just horrific. That's how I felt. Dad, please don't get stabbed no. this week. I'm in India. I can't come and help you. And even if I could come and help you, I wouldn't be able to help you no, because I'm an only a green belt. Um, let me tell you something, Dad. That has been a genuinely wonderful episode of Loose Ends. I had such a great time. We had so much other stuff to talk about, but we just mm. don't have the time. We've no. gone way over time. Mm. Uh, yeah, if there's anything you folks need from us, head across to facebook.com forward slash loose units, where actually Dad's recorded a lovely video message for, the, uh, for all the new followers on our Facebook page. Dad, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'm so excited about seeing you in person soon and uh, shoring up plans for our possible... Not possible, inevitable, mm. and impending live show, mm. which we, our comeback show. Yeah, but should thank we, you. Um, some, should we say where it is or not? To the state? No, we we can't say where it is just Understand. yet. But but we, we've got venues on the hook, so it's we pretty do. exciting. Love yep. it. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. I'm Paul. That's John. You're you. Have a great weekend, and we will see you soon for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.